There's a central point in Chinuch, which the Gemara talks about in Shabbos and Afidalid. And the Gemara says, A person should never treat one child differently to the other children. And the Gemara's rise because, because of the extra two slime that Yaakov Avinu spell, spell, spent on Yosef's coat as opposed to his brother's coat, it started a process which led the Jewish people going into Godus. We know that Yaakov prevailed for coming for all his children, but for Yosef, he, created, he, he gave a concern his passing. There was an extra distinction to the coat that Yosef had. What were the passing? So it's interesting. We normally talk about passing as stripes, in which case it was a more hush of a coat. It wasn't just a one color, it was a two color coat. The last time we say a pass was it had a col- it had a cut, so it was like extra pass, extra line around each sleeve. So the extra bit of material, which like made it more more stylish. This was like an extra special cut. That was enough to trigger the process, which eventually caused the brothers to be jealous of Yosef. Now there's that's the Gemara. The Gemara makes it sound critical of Yaakov Avinu. It was it something Yaakov did wrong. Something Yaakov did wrong in that he, so to speak, favored or showed favoritism to one child over the others. The questions. Number one, let's talk about two, let's ask four questions. Two, on the, on the story of Yaakov Avinu. And two, which are practical to us as parents. If you want to try and implement the Gemara's advice and instruction. So then you have two practical questions too. So the questions first you have on Yaakov Avinu is, that wasn't the only thing he did for Yosef. It wasn't that everything else was exactly the same, but Yosef got the fancier cut. We see altogether Yaakov's way of dealing with Yosef was different. For example, uh, the Apostle says, Ada told us Yaakov Yosef that everything Yaakov had he tried, he wanted to give to Yosef. And he was going to teach him the Torah that he had heard from Sheva Eber, or he was going to give him the secrets of Torah that he learned from Yitzchak and from Abraham, he gave it to Yosef. So there were many other areas also where, where Yaakov, so to speak, favored Yosef. What, so why does the Gemara kind of home on the extra bit of money he spent in his coat? Why was that the, the, the so to speak, highlighted as you see, this is what the, the point that Yaakov did wrong. The second point is, maybe Yaakov was right to favor Yosef. At the end of the day, Yaakov's prime or intention of getting married was to Rachel. And this was Rachel's child. And Rachel died young. So Yosef was a Yasin. Think about that. The other Shvatim had their mothers still. Yosef was a Yosem. Maybe it makes sense that Yaakov treated him better. Maybe it makes sense that Yaakov went the extra mile for him. Why would that be something which would be the wrong thing to do? That's the uh, questions of the story of Yaakov. And then we have questions which are practical questions for us. We're told, don't uh, treat one child differently to the others. Don't show favoritism. Okay, does that mean that every child is getting exactly the same treatment and exactly the same way of dealing with them? The people are different. Some children have strengths in one area and I can try and encourage those strengths. Some children have difficulties in one area and I have to work harder to help them with those difficulties. So I'm going to say, no, I'm sorry, I'm treating you all like production land. Exactly the same. It doesn't work. Children are different people and each child needs the, the way that you're going to relate to him and each child needs the things that he needs taken care of 
and you'll have the child who's much more intelligent and I want to have to speak with him on a much deeper level and you have the child who needs more help and I want to simplify things and spend time with him just to understand the basics that's, not, that's called being I'm acting differently for people. The, the people are different of course it expects me it requires me to treat them differently too so that's the, that's the two sides of the practical question and that is how do you implement this how do you implement this and it's another question let's say I want to reward somebody so you want to reward someone for being extra good for trying extra hard and maybe one child did put in that extra effort and one child is that much more helpful so they don't deserve more of a reward more of a reward for sure they do so then well, I can't be unfair I said whoever cleans their room will get a candy one kid did one kid didn't so now I'm doing the wrong thing by giving the one who deserves it the candy and the other one not I thought it was the reward you deserve it you don't so if that's the case why can't, isn't it going to make for a system of favoritism so how do we resolve both the story and the Torah of Yaakov and Yosef and practically what's the right way to deal with trying to bring up different children each one with their strengths each one with their particular way of what they need on the one side and on the other side not showing unfair like so to speak privileges or giving one an unfair advantage over the other one so we can discuss two or three ideas obviously the implementation is different in every family and it needs the chachm of the parent how to implement it but let's talk about the principle the two principles or three principles which are the underlying points which Chazal wants us to learn and we have to think of how to apply ourselves And that is like this. The first point is the problem. The problem with with what the Gemara says of being treating one child child differently to other children is the feeling the other children get that this one's more important and we're not. That that, that, that that's the one that the parents, the parents are interested in. He's important. It makes a difference in terms of he does, and we're not important. And uh, to an extent, even though we're talking about shift echo, which on a level way higher than we can imagine, but what we can relate to in Chazal Torah, they felt the same way. Why did the Shvatim have something against Yosef? Because they felt that what's going to happen is Yaakov's going to make Yosef the next link in the chain of Ka Yisrael, and they're all going to get sidelined, just like what happened to Yosef, just like what happened to Yishmael. And therefore the Shvatim felt that, Yo- that if Yosef is going to single out Yaakov is going to single out Yosef and then he's going to be considered the, the continuation of the Jewish people then we're all going to get sidelined just like what happened to in every door before that so the problem wasn't so much the, the fact that there were things that Yaakov did for Yosef the problem was the feeling it gave the other brothers that, that shows that Yaakov cares about Yosef and not about us or Yaakov is interested in Yosef and not interested in us not only that if you take it to the next step when, if you ask halakhically what justification did the brothers have to kill Yosef what did he do wrong and if you look at the Akronim they say they felt Yosef was a raider where was Yosef a raider what did he never try to kill his brothers and what they felt that as long as Yosef's here we're not, we're not going to be we're going to be cut out of Kali Yisrael if, if Yosef's not here then, then Yaakov's going to check the rest of us that was the mistake not that Yaakov taught Yosef not that Yaakov spent more time with Yosef the point was that the other brothers got the feeling from Yaakov that Yosef is the one who's going to, so to speak, and his father, the father's interested in, 
and not in there. And not in there. And that's what a person has to be careful of. The first point is, it's not so much what you do for one child different to another child, because that can be explained. As children are different. As children are different, and everyone has their needs. It's the feeling that, the, that is given that this child is important and the other children aren't. This one is the one which the father or the mother are interested in, and the others, it's not, they don't care about it as much. And other children are going to get the feeling. So we're not important to you, you don't care about us. That's, that's where it starts that, that, that jealousy between siblings. Now, little children don't appreciate that. Because little children, any difference is going to be a source for a fight. Now, why did they get something I didn't? And uh, even a simple thing like a birthday present. But when your kids are two or three or four, and you give the one a birthday present, they're going to think it's not fair. Why did they get a present, not me? And try to tell them, because in six months' time, you'll get a birthday present, your birthday, they don't buy that. So, of course, little kids, they, anything different, they, they're going to see as being unfair. Okay, they'll have to grab a little bit. An older child understands. He got the present because it's his birthday, I'll get it when it's mine. And the same way they can understand, he got rewarded for what he achieved. Okay, that, that's open to me when I achieve. So if it's not going to be whoever, finish, whoever, help, whoever does something to help will get a reward, then it's, it's, a, it's a free market. Anybody can do the job and can get the reward. Anyone who finishes a Masechta, I make them a Siyam. Talking about older boys. So it's, it's again, it's a free world. Anybody who does it can get the, can get the Siyam. As, even if one person lands up achieving more. Even if one person lands up achieving more. And one person lands up getting the lion's share of the rewards. But no one's going to feel that there was an unfair system. The system is open to everybody. And uh, I didn't make it a way which was something which only one person could do and others couldn't. If one kid's born naturally much more gifted than one Now, good, that's, that's the three rules. You had to right. I'm getting there. That's the first one. Masha'enken, if it's clear that it's, you're giving somebody the reward because they them, and that's because it's something everyone else could do. It's something unique. Uh, I'm giving it to you as an extra because to show an extra level of, so to speak, chavivus, an extra level of affection for you more than everybody else, that's what's going to cause the problem. Now, that's the first point. Where we said, if something's open to everybody, then it's understood. Everyone could have got it. It happened to be they did. But there wasn't something which I planned, Merosh. I planned up front that it was meant to be a system that you couldn't, achieve, you couldn't also get. The second point, and that's an equally important rule, is that there are different areas where different people are naturally talented. There are different areas where different people are naturally talented. And therefore, focusing on a specific area which I'm going to look for people to shine in, people to excel in. If I'm only looking for one kind of excellence or one kind of achievement, then I'm only opening the door, so to speak, to people that have that skill set. And uh, if I want, therefore, as a parent, I have to think of making a number of different uh, uh, things which I consider important, a number of different values which I consider something to praise or to reward, and with enough chachma that everybody has to feel that they're going to achieve it. You know, it's one of the always the discussions which is always level at the chinuch system, any chinuch system, and that is if you have a system which is the only way to achieve is academic excellence. So that's you're, you're, limiting, you're limiting the ability to achieve to the people who are academically gifted or the people who are able to sit and learn. If you're opening up to other options too, then you're giving more people a chance to shine. Now, with the, how a school is meant to operate like that is a question for maybe for the school system. But in a family, for sure you're meant to operate like that. In other words, if the, the value system that you've put uh, on one thing only means that you're limiting the ability to achieve only to certain people, only to certain of your children, so of course, you're not giving everyone else a chance. Which means you have to see where, your, where the different middles of your children work and where the different strengths lie. And look for an area in each one which is something that child can excel in and it's meant to be like that. 
it's meant to be like that. This is the famous gun we all know that uh, when the, the pasuk says chanech nar al pi darkoi, famous the gun said that is you have to find the way to mechanechim to feed his teva. Al pi darkoi means you have to the chinuch has to match the child. Uh, why? Because that's what he's going to be when he's older too. Kam ki yaskin yasamiman that means from his derech. So if therefore to and that's what we see Yaakov Avinu understood this very well. Because you see, when Yaakov came to giving the brachas to the Shvatim, Yaakov was able to single out each of his sons and tell them, this is your skill, this is what you're going to become. This is your level, this is your place of achievement. And, Mimela, the, the fact that everybody has a chance to achieve, even if it's in different areas, but then again, it levels the playing field in the sense that it's, you're making an opportunity for everybody to get that, to, to get that level of uh, praise, that level of acceptance, that level of, of uh, feeling rewarded. Yeah. How do you do that practically speaking? Like, for example, they get the, the, the seal. Like, everyone make the, everyone finish myself, they'll make it the seal. Okay, so that's good for the, for the, the child to get them. If another one, what do you promise them? If he doesn't, then so well. So, what does he do well? Chesed? Whatever, yeah. Okay, so they make a so reward they make for Chesed. Project? Yes, of course. They, by themselves, are related to it? Yes, and you understand that this is the area which he can do well in, and I, I, I respect the, the achievements here as much as I can look up to the achievements there. And I'm willing to reward achievement here as much as I'm willing to reward achievement there. And it's not just a question of different skills. It's also a shayla of boys and girls. If, you're all you, if all you're going to make it based on this turret, then you're not giving the girls a chance. Okay? So you have to make something else. Whether it's midas, whether it's tefillah, whether it's chesed, whether it's simona, whatever it's going to be, a project in other areas too, that you, you're giving everybody the chance to excel. Should you give the product to Single no. Open to, open to everybody. And people so naturally will do what they're good. It doesn't normally work like that. People naturally gravitate what they're good at, and then it's open to everybody. That's a. Uh, and the emphasis, is, uh, if you think about it, as always, the paradigm for Chinuch is how Kadosh Baruch runs the world. He does the same. There's some people who are they 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 and of course we're all meant to be involved in all three but the question is where does the person excel and where is the person where is the person going to make his contribution to Klai Yisrael and whichever area it's going to be okay, that's what that person is meant to be doing the Kohenim are meant to be doing Avodah the Shevet Yisachar were meant to be learning Shevet Yehuda as the king is meant to be involved in Chesed looking after Klai Yisrael everyone has their place that's the, that's the way the system that's the second one the first one is it's a system which everybody could excel and the second one is to make it a step more than that and that is to make enough variable interests that everybody does excel so what is the mistake by Yosef Yaakov saw Yosef had talents and Yaakov saw Yosef was the most similar to him Chazal tell us that Yosef was daimali Yaakov in every way so that maybe Yaakov felt I'm priming Yosef to be to to, to to be, my, my, to be my continuation to be the one who's going to replace me and it's interesting like I said Chazal shows that wasn't the Shvatim's problem the fact that Yaakov was teaching the Torah he knew to Yosef that wasn't the Shvatim's problem they could understand that that Yosef's the one most similar to Yaakov most of the way he thinks most of the way he his neshama his, 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 okay. so he's the one most right to learn Torah just like we don't find later on that the Shvatim were jealous of Levi because he was given the Avodah. Or the Shvatim were jealous of Yehuda because given the Malchus. The fact that a person sees that a certain child has a certain area where he's going to excel, that's not what's going to cause that, 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 that level of competition. What it's going to be is, when I'm actually him for, without anything else, 
just because Hashem is more special than everyone else. And that was the Ksenis passing. It wasn't a reward for something. It wasn't a distinction of because Yaakov, Yosef had gotten somewhere which was he was being rewarded for. It was a mark of Kira, I'm showing you special. Like I said, the pass of the coat was meant to be a mark of distinction. So I'm trying to show you more special, more than everybody else. And that was the thing that, that made the Shvatim Jodas of Yosef, because that was not because of something, it was existential. It's clearly, you consider Yosef better than us. And that was the mark in which. Uh, uh, that was the mark on which the Gemara says the person should avoid. And let's go back to the second question I asked before. Why don't you understand Yaakov? Like we said, Yosef was Batsim. Maybe he felt he did have to do more for Yosef. Yosef was a Yasin. Yosef grew up without a mother. The other Shvatim had their mothers. So maybe Yaakov did feel he had to do more for Yosef. And then again, this is the same point. That would be understood. The fact that a child needs more, uh, more affection, a child needs more time, a child needs more help, that's also understood. And it happens in any family. There's a child who's struggling in a certain area and needs more extra lessons. There's a child who's sick and needs me to spend time with him with the doctors. There's a child who needs therapy and it takes me a lot of time to therapy with him. And I'm going to be proportionally spending more time with that child than the other children. And that's understood. It's understood because that's what he needs. It's not a sign of showing he's special. It's a sign of that's what he needs. And if, if, if they need more time and they need more effort and they need more whatever it's going to be, resources from the parents to put into them, it's understood. It's understood. That's the needs, and we can meet the need of a child. The, the, the problem was when it's neither of those. It's not coming because it's a, an area which you, you notice that this child has a certain talent in, and I'm going to help him develop his talent. Or it's an area where a child has a certain problem, and I'm going to help him with his problem. And... When it's none of those points, when it's, uh, when it's just coming from a sense of show, trying to show Ki'ilo, there's a special relationship with the parents, that's where it becomes a problem. How what? do you express that difference versus special? How do you express that to kids that it's different, not more special? Now, well, it's the first thing to explain the Yusoid. I'll get to you in a second. Now, the, the Yusoid underlying is like this. The fact that children can understand, anyone can understand their differences. Everyone has their talents and everyone has their skill. That's exactly what Yaakov taught his children. That's why he gave them each a different bracha. Each one has their skill and each one has their koyach and each one has what they're meant to do in Avodah Hashem. But the one thing which everybody wants is the connection to the parents. And whichever side of, whatever difference the children have, at the end of the day, they're still a child. And what they still want is a connection to the parents. So to show that you're more connected than somebody else, that already is a killer feeling that the other person is being rejected. And then again, we think of that by Kodesh Baruch Hu too. People have different skills and people have different ways to approach Hashem. And uh, people have different things that they tough get him in the world. But the one thing we all want is to feel a kira Hashem. Whatever job we play in Klai Yisrael is that we want to feel we're connected and Kodesh Baruch Hu is interested in us and he's helping us. And if Luyit say Kodesh Baruch Hu would make that same kind of distinction that you know he's closer then we're also going to feel that level of rejection. Hashem doesn't do that. Kairav Hashem l'chol kairav. Now, it doesn't mean there isn't achievement by Hashem. Of course there is. And the person who's achieved more is going to be closer. But that's an open playing field. Everybody can achieve. And like I said, it's not limited to one area only. There are lots of ways. There are lots of ways to get closer to Hashem. Whether it's through Tfilah, through Hemunah, through Avodah, through Tairah, through whatever it's going to be. There are lots of ways how a person can approach a Kodesh Baruch And Hashem will be kairav to all of them. And it's standing the other way around. If a person has a certain problem, then HaKadosh Baruch is Karav Hashem Nish There's a certain kirva which comes from a person who's broken, or a person who's going through Tzaras. 
But if there would be a, a certain thing of somebody is closer by just by virtue of him being who he is, then you'd have a time on that. Then you'd have a time on that. Because it's not fair. We, that means we, aren't, we don't have that same opportunity. And now the amazing thing is, if you understand this, you said, the amazing thing is, the Goyim felt like that. Because Makadish Baruch Hu chose Kla Yisrael, so it says, Yard is Sinna Why is it called Sinai? Yard is Sinna Because now the Goyim felt that we've been rejected. We've been rejected. We aren't in the same place. It's not because Klai Yisrael achieved, by virtue of them being Klai Yisrael. Which is true. Hashem says that. In other words, by virtue of being Klai Yisrael, we are automatically closer. They feel that. They feel that rejection. So it causes hatred. Now, why did Hashem do that? Yeah. It was completely self-inflicted. The, the Ramchal talks about Derech Hashem. He says he offered them the choice too. They were the ones who rejected him. But it doesn't make a difference. Once that's the situation, they now feel that there's that change. And that causes the sinner. That same sinner that was when Yosef and his brother came from the underlying feeling of rejection because you looked at it as intrinsically better. So that's the underlying feeling of the sinner that the Goyim have for us also. That you think you're intrinsically better, which is true. You lost the chance. They, they, they lost the chance, but Lemay said that's the Matthias. With regard to Yosef, his father went too far. There's nothing that Hashem went too far to give us something that we didn't. Uh, 100%. I'm not saying Hashem did wrong. I'm saying the Goyim, Goyim feel the sinner because they feel the rejection. So the brothers were on a higher level than that. They didn't feel the sinner because they of the rejection. They felt it because there was something done that was. They were shown, no. They felt somewhere they were rejected by Yaakov because he showed Yosef was be'etzim better than them. It wasn't something. It wasn't self-inflicted. They didn't do anything wrong. It was a mistake of Yaakov's point. That Yaakov, the brothers didn't do something wrong. It was that Yaakov showed that extra level that Yaakov, Yosef is better than you, or closer to me than you, and it's a cause of the sin there too. That's the point to avoid. In case you have a reason to do that, but like the object kids doesn't understand it. Let's say Yaakov had a reason to give the passing to, to Yosef. Like they, they don't understand it. They feel the sin out. So that, that's a very good question. As I also wanted to play. If you're going to give one child something, and the other children are going to come and say, it's unfair. Why did you give him and why didn't you give us? And what they really want to hear from you is, it's not because I love him more. It's not because he's more special. I gave it to him because he deserves it, because he did this. And if you do that, you'll get it too. Or it's because it's his birthday. When it's your birthday, you'll also get it. Or because for some reason he needs it. And if you would need it, I'll give it to you too. But the underlying feeling is, it's not because he's be'etzim better. That's the, that's the main point of it. Yes, sometimes children do need something. And the different ages are also like that. The older child might be at a stage where he, need, where he needs something on a higher level. You need to put pour more money into him. And the younger child says, what's not fair? Why is my older brother getting a, you know, a bike and I'm only getting a, a card game? And the answer is, when you're old, you'll get the bike too. Okay. It's not a sign that he's better than you or that you don't deserve what he deserves. No, it's different, there's different stages, there's different ages, there's different situations. When you're in that place, you'll get the same. Did Yosef need something? Well, I don't know. The Gemara says Yaakov was wrong. Yeah, Gemara, the Gemara criticized Yaakov. He did the wrong thing by showing favoritism to Yosef, and that's what caused the sin. And that's what the Gemara says avoid that. Avoid that. Not just what said. It doesn't mean avoid it by not 
by not dealing with each child with what they need, by not praising children for their achievements. It's not like, well, if my one son's learning tremendously, so I've never said a word of compliment because maybe the other one will feel bad. No. I compliment you for what you achieved. I'll make something for the other one to achieve too, and I'll compliment him on his achievements. That's fine. If something needs somebody, it's not like I can't, I have to restrain myself from helping a child that needs help because of the unfair amount of you know, time or effort put into them which I didn't for the other children. If they need the help, then you tell them, be happy you don't need the help. Uh, but the, the recording is, never, a child should never get the feeling that you're giving one child advantages just because of who they are. It can be either something which they deserve, something they need, something you'll also get when you're at the stage, or something you'll get similar. But it's not unfair, but it's It's not that I'm treating one child differently because of who he is. Just because of the fact that he's him and therefore I feel closer. That's where it's going to cause that level of jealousy, which is unhealthy. And, uh, <laughs>